0: All right. Uh, so, welcome to Life in the Game. As promised, a first guest, and I'm honored and proud and grateful for my soul sister, Miss Carmen Sima. Carmen and uh, I know you, but tell me a little bit about who you are and uh, what you do.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I didn't know it was your first interview, so I feel super honored. Thank <laughs> you so much.
0: I've been promising people, and they never. I wouldn't well, have
1: it I wouldn't have it in here. We're way. making it happen. I'm so grateful. Well, I'm Carmen Sima. I am a holistic practitioner and an intuitive guide. I work at Long Beach and Latina de Merida Yucatán. I came here when I was two to the United States, but I was born in Mexico. And I just love helping whoever needs the support of holistic medicine as well as like guidance from the other realms
0: okay so what do you mean by the other realms just so people know like (laughs) okay
1: as a clairvoyant a lot of what i do is i mean i suppose it's like a psychic reading people come to me when they need guidance and so what i do is access the higher realms through just meditation and breath work and allowing myself to tune in to that third eye Okay. And so we bridge the realms and receive guidance from
0: And you've been, you've been doing this for a while, but um, before this, what, just so other people know where you, where you came from before this, what, you, what was your background?
1: I worked in the corporate world. I, um, I mean, my original passion was biology, and I was studying to become a physician's assistant. But because I became a mother at a young age, I kind of fell into advertising and sales and was in the corporate world for 15 years so i come from from that background
0: Mm -hmm. okay that's cool and um i mean we it was interesting how we met i was going through through a little tough time and and right right away i was like man like this person i could already see that you were going to make a big impact in my life so for me i'm very happy that you're my my first guest and uh, we talked on the phone the other day about about some some personal stuff, but also just how spirituality and and like the whole magic and and witches and witchcraft and it kind of seems like it's a trend, and um, we're talking about how we we kind of take it serious and and how it's affected our lives in a positive way, but we're also talking about how it affects people. It can affect people, and you could go down a rabbit hole that's that's not really that that good. Um, so. I guess what's what's something important that you have to say, or I guess some topics that you want to cover on on I guess modern day witchcraft or or manifesting or, or anything you do. Like what do you what do you want to talk about? What do, what's important for you to get out there as somebody who's who's chased this as a passion and as a basically like your life's calling.
1: Yeah. What we talked on the phone was really personal to me and I think that's what sparked our interest in having this dialogue to go out to the masses to your people which is that um witches.
0: Like the <laughs> not woke, witches, but witches. The, the the woke culture. Like the woke culture what do yeah. you what, what is what do you see and what do you think it is? Like what what can you tell me about what you think the current like woke cult- culture culture I mean what do you see what do you think about it
1: i think it's really beautiful that we're becoming more aware and privy to the ancient wisdom to the powers that we've had inherently i do believe that it's sacred and ceremonial and i i love that more and more and more people are returning to their roots i really appreciate um i think it's fascinating that we're seeing how young people are becoming Mm -hmm. conscious of being aligned with truths, with higher truths, as opposed to following the programming of the family, you know, the dogma of religion and government and whatnot. However, what I have noticed in my holistic practice, a lot of the culture of being awake or woke, there's a lot of the what's missing is the practical, mm-hmm. the practice. Being There's a lot of reading and getting information but there's not a lot of like i'm doing the day-to-day thing to live the practical life of being Uh on the spiritual path Uh because that takes time like as we become more aware of you know what our triggers are what our traumas are and become spiritually aligned to to our true self which is a soul that is not hurt and traumatized but we're becoming more purposeful Uh (coughs) excuse me it's very important to give our body time to catch up to what we're learning and to catch up to all those higher vibratory frequencies we need to make sure we're grounded
0: yeah so grounded um so let's let's kind of just talk about that as far and keep it simple so um if you're not grounded is i guess how i would describe it is if somebody just picks up A book about witchcraft and just Mm -hmm. starts reading it and starts trying to make do spell spell Mm -hmm. work and stuff like that Um, what does what does grounded mean and is it's is it just something that's like oh you just it's a few minutes or or what's the process of getting grounded for you and how you would recommend uh, other people to get grounded
1: well being grounded just means feeling safe feeling secure and feeling strong. Uh And oftentimes when people begin to, oftentimes what I've seen is when they're gravitating towards witchcraft, it can be because they're trying to manifest something, uh, accelerate the process of the law of attraction, heal something. And I think it's very beautiful, but we need to make sure we're already coming into it with some level of foundation for the craft and respect for the craft and because feeling ma- good
0: because manifesting is magic
1: yeah absolutely is. we're always manifesting mm-hmm. but as you asked what does grounded mean It's just feeling um, resilient and strong in your body so if you are going to attract this thing that you're attracting this ceremony that you're doing <clears throat> you want to make sure that you're clear about your intentions because the reason you don't have it already is because there's a block it's either a karmic block a vibrational block right So if you're trying to manifest, let's say a man, you're trying to get your ideal partner, there's a reason why you don't have that partner. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're still angry at our father or our mother. Maybe our sense of relationship to love isn't in in integrity yet because we're still hurt about our past life love Mm -hmm. or the love that we had in this life. So being grounded means being safe and secure enough in your current body So that you don't attract the same scenario again that's going to make you feel Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not well. Does that help?
0: Yeah. Uh, But grounded, it does, like you said, feel safe. And I don't want people to think that safe in the moment. Like, you have to be safe as a whole.
1: Being grounded, yeah. Like, having your body feel nourished. Like, making sure... Like, the witches of the past did witchcraft outside, first Mm -hmm. of all. Like... The shamans when they work with magic they're doing this outside in the elements connected to the earth because you're already going to feel grounded and safe in your body when you're outside that's number one Uh being in connection to nature so your your nervous system is picking up on like the energy of earth and you're already feeling safe but we don't have that relationship to nature anymore so we have to do other things to be grounded Uh Like already have some form of healing that has taken place, so that we're, you know, being conscious. <coughs> so you <coughs>
0: recommend me. to, to help manifest a little bit more, more effectively, get grounded. Like, what what are something that you would, what are some things that you would recommend somebody to do, that is just, maybe not into witchcraft, but maybe they're just, just
1: even to like accelerate their law of attraction,
0: mm-hmm.
1: making sure that they're. Preparing by setting, for example, like when you're going to do a ceremony to, even if you're not doing witchcraft, but you're doing like the law of attraction and you're manifesting with your moon or your candles or just like journaling. Mm-hmm. The way you get grounded is by communicating, setting an intention that you're manifesting things that are going to keep supporting your foundation so that you don't manifest things Mm -hmm. that you're not ready for you always want to have some level of like calmness when you're starting this not coming from a place of trigger or chaos yeah because then you're not going to manifest what you think you're manifesting you're going to manifest the thing that you're fearing
0: which is why everybody say you know whatever you attract whatever whatever you are yeah
1: yeah whatever you fear like the law of attraction is going to bring you what you fear consciously and unconsciously
0: Mm mm-hmm I just had a conversation today about one of my Instagram followers that I, I talked to and I gave her some advice and and she felt way better about it. And then a day later, she posts up a, a video of herself, you know, saying like, oh, six months ago, posted herself crying and then happy now. And I told her, hey, like that energy of you crying and people replaying it is gonna stay out in the universe and that's gonna block you in the future. You know, just some advice because you came to me on that level just post it with you happy you know that way you don't see it and that way other people don't see it and it's not just out there being replayed and watched and and just like people seeing you you know like as that like a sad person because you never know outside energies really affect affect you even if you don't really know it
1: well that's the whole thing about being grounded when you're grounded and you're securing yourself those things won't come back mm-hmm. to you because you're already putting other things out that are safe and secure. <coughs> and I think it's important to, to be vulnerable, to show all the facets of humanity. Like, when we are going through the healing journey, it's important for people to see that it's not just all rainbows and, you know, shininess. Like, there is a, a shadow to being human.
0: Mm-hmm. And most people just don't even address that. Um, so let me see and what kind of uh, advice would you give somebody that's over who finds themselves overwhelmed and and ungrounded in life anything anything else in particular besides just getting out which is what you tell me you get out into nature um meditate but besides like the basics or anything else that yeah is
1: nature is one aspect of it but also like to be grounded is to see where your fears are what have i feared consciously in this life and do i still fear them because i'm manifesting from that place also uh-huh. like it's about thinking giving yourself time to process and to to reflect on what you know that you are fearing right, right. like yeah. what did you grow up with what do your parents fear are you fearing the same things they fear also like being aware of not taking in too much energy too fast that we can't properly apply it in our lives because right now there's so much overwhelm of information coming into people and then they are they don't even know where to begin. Yeah, They're just overwhelmed with so much knowledge, which is good to have the knowledge. We're so grateful we live in this time. But making sure, it's like when you eat a big meal, you need to give your body time to digest it, process mm-hmm. it, and then absorb it. The same thing with knowledge. You need to make sure that you're giving yourself enough plenty of time to process the, what you learn and then apply it. So then you don't feel like you're failing, like, or just you're not just always seeking knowledge without applying it. Yeah. And if they're feeling, <coughs> excuse me, if they're feeling overwhelmed, then I would say to take a break from all the learning for a minute, for for a few days even, even just from whatever they already normally do, just to change things up. Yeah, to do something different in the routine that's gonna give them a new energy, freshness. You know.
0: Yeah. So why do you think this is, this is um, becoming a trend? What part? Just the magic, the witchcraft. Oh, the witchcraft.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: everywhere, like, you, everywhere you go, you see an Instagram name or a TikTok name or something <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. It says like witch,
1: blue high yeah, or yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. But people don't really know like how dangerous it can be to. to do that and coming from a place of like not having any knowledge or or anything
1: the thing about it is I think it's beautiful at the same time we have to make sure we are responsible with it and realize that it's empowering to to have that capacity to co-create with the universe and you will manifest you light a candle you have an intention you're going to manifest but are you ready to receive Mm -hmm. what the thing that you're saying you're receiving and also that you're asking for not only that, this is the really important thing that I want to address is that a lot of witches in the witch culture, I know because I see it in my practice, a lot of my clients are on the path of spirituality and they're manifesting and they're, you know, doing the ceremonies. But their physical body isn't well. Uh Their physical health is not, let's say, healthy enough to hold the vibration that they're trying to achieve that intuition that they're wanting to get that third eye awakening that is a gift that comes from our spiritual growth after we have done a lot of spiritual healing and like process your trauma your physical emotional pain then your intuition becomes natural and organic to you and i think the witch culture is beautiful in the sense that it's empowering and connecting us to some of our own ancestral ceremonial rituals and beautiful it's beautiful but also remembering to balance out like nutrition, balance out um, empowering things that are not just ceremonial all the time, like physical exercise, yeah. you know, sleep. Those are the things that are your basic needs that are going to anchor your root chakra, which are going to help you feel strong and resilient to be able to handle and sustain those things that you're asking and manifesting. Because I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. I have a client that she manifests a lot. But then she has a lot of drama with the things that she's manifesting. <laughs> like she'll manifest a lot of money. She'll manifest a po- boyfriend after boyfriend. And then she's like, oh, that wasn't the right one. I-, I need to refine my manifestation. Because there's still a programming in her. She's really good at manifesting. But she still hasn't worked on her worthiness or her sense of security, her root chakra, her sac- her solar plexus, and her sacral. And so then she's still manifesting but it's still grounding you know and on top of that here's another another aspect to consider since we Uh, were talking about this the other day that when people start to get the power and start to see the synchronizations and start to feel like oh my god my magic is working i'm talking to the universe they start to become very uh excited about that and do more and more work or get super into the the witchcraft but if they're not giving them their physical body love too, they can cross a line sometimes and dissociate from their consciousness. Like they're, it could it's a fine line between intuition and mental health imbalances. Yeah, and I've seen this a lot in the little in the community of our our witches that are new, that haven't really mastered the the craft and that are just it's an ego trip
0: yeah so i guess just to to put it in a different perspective um what would let's say we have two different witches and one of them has done a lot of shadow work Mm
2: -hmm. healed
0: a lot of past trauma uh practices self-love getting grounded getting aligned and what's the difference about what she would manifest or how her witchcraft would go versus somebody who who maybe is unaligned unhealthy never grounds themselves has a lot of trauma and they're just you know has a lot of bad habits and and maybe they're not doing things in life with integrity
2: yeah
0: how could what what would be the path of the higher vibrational witch versus the lower vibrational witch yeah.
1: Well, the thing is that the high, the vibrational witch that has done her work and that has done more honoring of herself and grounded, empowered herself and healed her emotions, to, I mean, we're not going to be 100% healed, we're human, but if she's been practicing self-love and honoring the ceremony and giving herself time to process her, her life, she will... Not to say she'll always manifest exactly what she wants, but if she does manifest something that isn't aligned with what she really wanted, she will have the resilience to process that. And also, her shadow work will be less. Her karma will be less.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Her negative... The experiences that are negative will be less. And and she will be able to bounce bounce out of those... Shadow moments, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone that, and also she won't become super ungrounded yeah. and she'll have better luck manifesting. She'll have more of what she actually prefers to for her reality to be. <clears throat> On the flip side, if it's someone that, like you said, isn't honoring her physical self, her emotional self, isn't practicing enough self love, if she manifests something painful, it blurs her intuition and it creates a lot of a lot of chaos and because she's already in ceremony she's already in that communication with universe she could attract an entities that could then want to take over her body
2: uh-huh. and
1: create a mental imbalance this is uh, very very common and it could lead to dissociation of her of her own personality yeah. uh, even schizophrenia it's a very fine line because now we're dealing with someone that is ungrounded, and we're giving them a lot of, you know, if they're practicing witchcraft, they can feel powerful momentarily,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and feel like they're co-creating. And then if it doesn't go their way, they can, they don't ha- may not have the the emotional resilience to be able to discern what's real and what's not real. And yeah. then there's just a lot a lot of wounding that could happen, additional wounding to the trauma.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of uh, People that I know Because I mean m- Most Most of the spiritual I guess community Is, is mostly women um, But I think one thing That's common That they always tell me Is like sometimes I feel like I'm being watched And I think that's like A very key thing To pay attention to Like if you're manifesting If you're practicing anything Is if you have those feelings Then you're not ready Or you're not there yet
1: or if they have thoughts that are not healthy, yeah, uh, like they'll have thoughts to, that are very could be egotistical, very competitive, um, and might even start to create a false perception of who they are and project that persona out. It's not integrus. It's not an integrity with their authentic self. It's like the blind leading the blind because then there's a whole law, a whole following of people that are honoring and respecting this person that looks empowered. They're saying all the right things, but mm-hmm. it's pseudo spiritualism.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: They're not actually practicing their spirituality, or or even if they're like practicing the law of attraction, but they're they may just need to take more time to process what is coming up for them, so that they could be in a more calm awareness with their manifestations
0: yeah because most people think that a spiritual awakening is just like something super glamorous and <laughs> like there's like it's a party and then you just start meeting people that are like-minded but i guess uh, how do you how would you describe yours mine was pretty like <laughs> mine was filled with a lot of negativity and and sleepless nights and and um i don't know just anxiety for mine
1: I, I mean, for me, it wasn't like just one night. It, it took me, it's still, I'm still in it, you know? It's oh, yeah. like years and years of mini dark nights of the soul and then major dark nights of the soul. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't had just one. I've had several and I didn't even know that that's what it was called. it just It's just you becoming very real with your honest honest self mm-hmm. and seeing the wound and feeling it, experiencing it, and letting it, letting yourself process
0: yeah. Um, let's see, and let's see. For people that are trying to open up their third eye, um, what's important? Yeah. What's important to do before you before you cross that? Because if you're basically opening up portals once yeah, you start. Totally. Yeah. So what do you what do you recommend? Or if they
1: w- suffer from mental health imbalances and anxiety, I would say stop trying to open your third eye because you are easy bait. For the lower realm entities, I just wanna take advantage and use you as a mechanism to create havoc and chaos. I know this from a personal experience mm-hmm. with my own mother who's also super high, highly uh, psychic. She became very comfortable with the, being able to read people, do readings and do cleanses and all of that. Her ego took over. When she kept doing more work, learning more things, but she wasn't taking care of her own trauma and mm-hmm. taking care of her own body. She was super psychic. But she got to the place where she it her ego took over and then her traumas from past lives and this life just were became very real to her and started manifesting a lot of horrible situations and now she's she's unable to to reside in her body well. She's ungrounded and Pretty lost.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, just so people who are listening to this can can understand that it's like that's why they call call it um wine and spirits Mm -hmm. because when you drink, you are allowing yourself almost to be like a vessel, Mm -hmm. and spirits can come in. So like, so if mm -hmm. you if you see an angry drunk then they're low vibrational and that might not be the person that you know that's why some people really act different when they drink they
1: don't remember they black out they
0: black out and that person is not really a person it's it's something else that took over that's not exactly here to do good things to to create positive positivity versus somebody who drinks and they're really happy they love everybody or whatnot or you have the drunk that cries that's why um I mean, it's really dangerous even to to overdo the alcohol, too, because, I mean...
1: Anything in excess. Our ancestors used alcohol
0: and and too much weed and too much of everything is... I mean, everything can can be misused.
1: It's important, since I brought up the whole thing with my mom, it's important for people to know that Just because you have this uh, intuition and if you're practicing honing in on your on your psychic ability and you're doing ceremonies and you're feeling really connected to that, we're not saying don't keep it good Mm -hmm. for you, like keep aligning to your higher self and make sure you're taking care of your body, make sure you're balancing it out, you're getting your nutrients, vitamin D, of course, getting out in the sun, absorbing the energy of nature. That's how wizards and oracles of the past and witches did the work. They did it outside with the trees among the elements, well oxygenated, usually around large bodies of water or large bodies of trees and and earth energy so that you already feel safe and grounded with the elements. It's super crucial to spend enough time outside cleansing yourself so that you're relaxed and absorbing your own intuition and your higher self. And if you are um, feeling disconnected from your own mental clarity and are feeling like you know what i have been feeling like someone's watching me and i have been then just re reset what you're doing yeah. reevaluate your intentions and ground yourself
0: i mean it's, it's i think most people think like oh it's a. Right. they kind of come from a place where it's a it's a race it's like a race like it's not a race it's a it's a marathon like you have to really do the right things and and make sure that whatever you work with and i described it to you the other day on the phone it's like let's say you do um readings and and i'm you get readings and you might still get the information that the person desires but You might not be tapping into the highest possible timeline that they can manifest Mm -hmm. because you might not be working with the best entities or spirits available and it's kind of like receiving like uh if i want to go buy like a pair of shoes and i see them on offer up but somebody stole them and i know i'm getting stolen property there's like bad karma and i know there's a price to pay if something ever happens versus me going and buying them brand new at the store i know there's i didn't do anything wrong like my conscience is is good and if i get caught up with something that's stolen you know there's no price to pay in the back end so you know you might get information that is true but it's probably not the best thing like somebody might tell you that you know you're i don't know you're going to stay at the same job forever and wow de whoop but in reality, somebody else can man- can see more and be like, no, like you're actually destined for so much more than that. And this is what you have to do. So it's almost like if somebody who's lower, who's not grounded, can see. And almost like
1: reality for you. Yeah, a, a lesser, lesser reality.
0: So like they can only see like, you know, 10 feet away versus somebody that's grounded and and works with you know higher dimensional spirits or or entities and they could be like no like you're actually like we can see way farther and they give you more motivation better advice so you can reach like that higher life life lifetime i guess
1: that happens to me all the time where people say i just i had a psychic reading and she told me some of the things you're saying but then she gave me a whole another outcome and then they'll come to me a few years later they're like i'm so glad you know, you gave me that clarity because I was following the other path and it was really painful. And I think it's true because we as clairvoyant psychics, we have an obligation to be grounded, to not overuse our gift so that we're well, so Mm -hmm. that we're resilient and healthy. A lot of my clients are actually therapists and and healers and and other psychics and clairvoyants. (laughs) And I find a common thread is that not grounded oftentimes because you know we're usually empathic people giving and loving others supporting others but as if you're if you're an intuitive clairvoyant psychic type of person you have an obligation to be in alignment and that takes time <laughs> it takes time for you to replenish so that you are not projecting a negative reality out but more like you said giving a better a bridge to a better possibility because there's so many dimensions so many versions of ourselves
0: yeah i know like (laughs) um let's see and then just some random questions that i got from people like that follow me um let's see um what's okay so i mean i've done this with you before but um how do you connect with your spirit guides or what's a good way to connect like how what is what is a basic method to connect to your spirit guides and and talk to them and then just wait for like a message
1: right or... yeah and i get that question all the time and i think people think that we can that I, we can just i mean i can't just see them like i'm seeing you right now that's not mm-hmm. how it works for me for me it's i just have a relationship with them
2: mm-hmm.
1: i just have a, a conversation with them casually all the time so that's increase your frequency of communicating with them casually doesn't always have to be like, I'm going to light a candle, I'm going to meditate. That's great, too. Yeah. But oftentimes, people are disappointed. They're like, I didn't see anything. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I've been doing this for 15 years. I've only seen my spirit guide a like, handful of times. And my ancestors, a handful of times. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm just telling them, like, oh, I need help with this, you guys. I need your support. Like, right now, I'm waiting for my passport so I could go out of town. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, can you guys please help me, please? I'm trying my best to get this going, Whatever. Have a casual relationship with them. Have a casual relationship with your holy guardian angel. Have a casual relationship with the universe, with the higher power. It doesn't have to be like how we were taught that like, oh, God is like this, you know, omnipresent being. Yes, but it's also a casual source that gives Mm -hmm. you advice. So more, and increase the frequency of your dialogue with your guides and then you will start to be... (coughs) become more conscious of how they respond to you through like synchronicities numbers dreams pay attention that this is why being grounded is important
0: yeah because you notice things more yeah
1: you'll start to like whoa that was crazy like things will just align for you you know and being grounded being relaxed being in your body taking time out to be out in nature, even like taking a bubble bath, self-care. That's why those practical things are so important because they get you to be in the present. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that place where you're just in awe of how the guides are talking back to you.
0: Yeah, just an example because we, before I went to Mexico, me and I had a reading with you. And uh, you mentioned that a grandmother, you know, presence was was here and my grandma's never showed up. And I knew why she showed up. Because my mom's dream. And it's just such a basic dream for, for us, right? Or maybe not. Like, I have no interest in owning a house. Like, I want to be able to move at any given time, six months at a time, whatever. And just make money from, from my computer. Like, freedom is, is what I crave, right? That's my dream is freedom. And I already have it. So, it's like, yes, I'm living it. I'm living it, but just... I'm just going to get to that higher degree eventually. Um, but, like, maybe the day before, around, like, give or take, within a couple of days of the other little Muertos, my brother's girlfriend made um, an altar for, for all her relatives. And then we put um, my brother's dad and my grandma's picture there, too. Mm. So, and my grandma would never, she would drink, but she would just have, like, one beer. So I was like, man, I didn't bring anything. I'm like, man, I'm such an ass. Like, I didn't bring anything for my grandma. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get her a beer. So I put a beer behind her picture and I was like, well, nobody's home, so let me talk to you. And I told her, you know, like, I know she would watch me get home in my mechanics uniform when I was like 17, 18, 19, I think, and I used to get home, like, smelling like oil. And she would tell my mom, like, mija, ese niño está muy inteligente to be, be to get home like that like to have like to to work that job like he's like it's almost like she saw so much something
1: in, in you yeah
0: and um so she always wanted like the best for me she's like no you're too smart you're like she just seen something that nobody else seen and i think it was because she focused on me or she, maybe she looked at me because my older brother And, like, the attention was always on everybody else, but I was kind of like the little black sheep. I was kept to myself. Mm -hmm. And um, so I talked to her. I was like, hey, I know you always wanted more from me. Like, please help me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, just just take care of me. Like, guide me in the right direction. Um, And my goal is to buy my mom a house, like her own house. And the first thing I'm going to do is buy my mom a house and so if you know, help me work like help me help myself Mm -hmm. to get to that point where what you saw for me like i can at least fulfill like one of my mom's wishes that she couldn't do for herself and um i kid you not that photo started shaking (gasps) and when i and i noticed it and i started when i walked away it fell on the floor the photo next to her it was almost like the energy of the photo pushed the other photo away and that's the other how one they
1: communicate. The
0: other one fell and I was like And like I'm not gonna lie, like I started I kinda cried. I did cry. I'm not gonna I, you can't kinda cry. But it was like <laughs> I felt happy because I knew like she was like almost like if I felt what she felt. And like we agreed. And I was like, okay, I went in my room and I was like, Alright, cool. Like that was intense. And then I was like, alright, let's get it.
1: <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's
0: do it. So I mean there's that's that.
1: beautiful.
0: Um just times where i feel like i i say like i'm already successful like i already feel it i feel like Mm -hmm. like the way i feel is like if i already have the money and i'm already helping people and i already have everything that I ever like i feel it like i like i'm not scared to to be where i'm at so that's how i know i'm gonna get there i just i just have to wait for you know for god to align me with it and it just takes time. It just doesn't happen overnight because if you can manifest... Well, there's
1: a time delay in this yeah, dimension. If
0: you can manifest that fast, I mean, <laughs> you just wake up the next morning in somebody else's bed. Exactly. And be scared. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like one way. And then, I mean, when you're in alignment, just so people understand. It's like I never noticed um, earth, wind, and fire music.
1: Oh, it's so beautiful.
0: I never noticed how... Like the song Fantasy is about about yes. aliens it's about
1: they were so ahead of the
0: time yeah the singer was very into um into like ancient egypt like ancient kemet and he was very like all earth wind and fire music is very spiritual and yes. i didn't notice it um just just things synchronicities um when i have a synchronicity and i'm listening to a song like the song has a message. It's talking
1: to you. Absolutely. Yeah. That happens. That's one way that they will communicate through uh, communication of songs, lyrics, people, animals, dreams. Mm-hmm.
0: even Thoughts
1: like, that you have that yeah. are their thoughts that they infuse you with.
0: Yeah. I mean, what people don't understand is that a lot of, probably half of your thoughts in your whole life or maybe even more are not really your thoughts Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're like your spirit guides thoughts they just talk to you in your own voice so you don't get freaked out
1: yes that's so true that's so true i i say this to my clients all the time you know those inspirational hits that you get those ideas that you get those are your guides they're just in your own tone so that you don't think you're crazy
0: (laughs) I guess that's one of the challenges of having a spiritual awakening, right? Like people don't understand or you're afraid and I think that's kind of what's the importance of uh, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it but but um, for you like when you went through this what was your experience when it came to other people because I think anybody who listens to this and just a lot of people that message me like on TikTok and like they message me on Instagram they're like you know, you're, you're, you're confirming what I feel. And they say that the first thing that, pe- that they say is like, you know, other people, like not a lot of people understand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just some advice. What happened to you? What's, I mean, just shed a little bit of light on that.
1: With like my third eye or like what, what, you, what part? I
0: mean, I guess. Like the, going from the, the
1: corporate world to spiritual world?
0: The people that were around you and mm. how you opened up and what happened when you maybe made it public or like opened up about mm-hmm. what you were doing or like how you changed or your beliefs or or just anything that changed and how they took it and i mean did any of them you know leave your life did you get like what oh, just how you. just just like what what happened like the process like
1: you know i was i think it's easier now <laughs> the culture is more aware and open and woke
0: yeah
1: uh when i started doing this work it was 15 years ago i didn't even know i was doing it i just was i just needed a lot of downtime to to even hear my own thoughts i knew i was unhappy unhappy in the corporate world it was extremely stressful for me as an empath and a clairvoyant which i didn't know i was I just would know things about people and then they would come true Uh or even in the company that I worked for. Sometimes I think people thought that I was cheating because I would know things about that the bosses were going to do ahead of time. And, and then it would, it would backfire, (laughs) you know, on me. So I didn't, for me, it was really hard because I didn't have YouTube (laughs) back then. I didn't have so much awareness and I was raw. I was just like, like just trying to figure out, you know, like that little uh, storybook. are you my mom, are you my mom? Just trying to figure it out all without having any uh, resources. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was intuition. I didn't know it was psychic ability. I just didn't know what empath was. What happened for, for me, I think it's it was slower process. Now the energies are so much faster. People have so much knowledge. So I think it's it has its pros and its cons for it to have happened slowly for me because it gave me time to catch up to my intuition yeah. did once I started to tell people it was only a gosh even in the corporate world I would tell people I see you know your grandmother sometimes I would be in a presentation with a client when mm-hmm. I was in advertising and I would get sidetracked because I would see the ghost mm-hmm. and on occasion I just thought I was crazy to be honest with you. <laughs> when I finally came to terms with it, and I grounded myself. That's why we talk about grounding so much. When I finally started to eat away in a way that was in integrity with me, I was more confident in sharing it with people. But even then, I was afraid of the judgment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like a lot of people are that are psychics. Um, I still, I even to this day, I don't tell people. I don't even have a sign outside of my office that says intuitive psychic because I think there is such a, stigmatism around psychics and that you're woo-woo or that you're not like real but I have accepted it as just something that I, I I don't even know it's just something that it just happens you know it's just yeah tap you tap into it and I did have people very few people stopped talking to me very most of my friends were supportive but but they did change the way they related to me they 'Cause now they knew that I knew more, you know. Yeah. So it was it's hard. My relationships have changed. I've I I feel like I'm much more protective as to who I'm close to because it's hard for people to understand you, I'm not gonna lie. But it is a really beautiful thing to cultivate if you already are like you yourself are very intuitive and also have a lot of that capacity, which I saw right away when I met you which is why it was so challenging for you to do that job that you were doing because you yeah. were so intuitive and empathic and picking up on all the energy, processing emotions for other people. Yeah, It's really toxic when you're this empathic and intuitive in an environment that doesn't get you. There's yeah. a lot of projections going on.
0: Yeah, I, I tapped into it. And it was funny because I was managing sales guy. And I would go outside before and we, I would leave with one of them for the day to ride along with them. And I would like go outside and I'd take a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and I would always stand in the sun. That was my thing. I would go into the office, clock in, send some emails, go outside with my coffee. I would stand in the sun. And then when my when the guy I was riding along with would, would show up, he would tell me, all right, you ready to go? And I said, and there would be days where I would say, like, well, there's money in the air. Mhm. And we would sell something and for we would like the ratio would be like for every 150 people you talk to you make one sale. So they would say that I was good luck. But then I started like I noticed like hey, somebody in in the office either one of your girlfriends is pregnant or Susie you're pregnant and you don't even know it or you you guys don't know it yet. And sure enough a week later, two weeks later she's like I'm pregnant. Yeah. And she's like pinche brujo. <laughs> right? And then like brand new movies that would come out, I would like tell anybody like my ex girlfriend how much you wanna bet? This is how it's gonna end. This is what's gonna oh happen. Oh my gosh! And
1: sure I, enough, my husband gets so mad at me.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's just like you have like you have that hyper vibratory awareness. So going back to your question, did people change? Yes, but I also have another set of friends now that see me that met me after I already yeah. knew. And the more I accept it and I'm honorable of myself, like to take care of myself, the more people come into my life that. Also respect that I am super sensitive and that could understand that I'm not going to be able to live the life that they thought I was supposed to live. You know, like there's so many things you have to do differently when you have this third eye open. So you have to respect that you are different and not from a place of ego, but from a place of just respecting that your nervous system is more sensitive and available to... Like the outer world. Mm -hmm. So you have a deep obligation. I talked about this just on my podcast yesterday's episode. You have an obligation to yourself to self-care, 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 not compare yourself to other people because you're not going to be ever like other people. You're going to do things the way that your physical body is communicating to your inner wisdom is communicating to you. Mm -hmm. And if you are... Have someone listening that already is seeing ghosts or seeing ancestors or communicating with spirit world. I really highly advise that you not judge yourself when you're feeling out of swords because the same thing that makes you be open in your pineal gland is the same thing that makes you ungrounded. So go ground yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Process your feelings. Be very, very comfortable with saying no to people. Make sure you, you practice boundaries yeah. so that you can use some of that energy for yourself some of that own intuition to guide your own life you're your own best guide because you, you know yourself
0: yeah I think that's what like I would almost know why certain people were how they were especially at work because I spent so much time with them that I knew like I would get like I would get thoughts but I guess at that point I was already kind of like learning Mm -hmm. and I would get thoughts and like I picture things in my head where I would be like where I could almost see somebody's like childhood and timeline all the way up to why they are the way they are Mm -hmm. and why they treated me a certain way and just for some reason I would know like that's the truth yeah
1: yeah and
0: I would know who had my best interest yeah and um It was interesting because just like we were talking about earlier, where different readers depending on how grounded they are and healthy they are can tell you different timelines. And I would say like a little bit before I met you, somebody had told me, oh, you know, this is going to happen and you're going to lose your job. And you know, told me a few details and I was like, man, that doesn't make sense. But now it makes sense, but...
1: You changed the outcome. But I
0: changed the outcome because I didn't lose my job. I, I changed certain things and, and I, I left it. Mm-hmm. I left it and I'm doing something else. And, and just like the, it, I guess like the, late, like the points are correct, but the titles to those points, like the name of those little pit stops were like, it was like, you know, this is your A, B, C, this is where you're going. But she put like the wrong letters on mm-hmm. it. You know, she, she described them differently. And uh, and I'm like, man, like, hmm. And now I'm like, all right, cool. Like, now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now it, it kind of makes sense. But I'm like, man, that's the power of like just stepping up into like your power and, and accepting your responsibilities because... I guess what I like to say is that our traumas and the stuff we go through, and maybe we we mess up, we make mistakes, but, and sometimes things that happen to us are not our fault. But I think we're, it's 20, it's about to be 2022. Like, we need to stop pointing the finger and just worry about whose responsibility everything is. And it was my responsibility to to change my life. Mm -hmm. And I changed that timeline.
2: Exactly.
0: Like, (laughs) I really changed that timeline a lot. Um, But it was important for me to like, Do shadow work and accept like hey what why am i here what did i have to do with it and um so that's i guess you're probably one of the more important persons i've I've met
1: oh wow yeah i'm very honored thank you i feel the same way you're always encouraging me to come out of my shell and to show more of myself so i appreciate you so much also that fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: and um let's see and then for what was I say? Oh, something that you had mentioned is, why are so many people in the spiritual community? Why are they broke? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's perfect. I mean, I I see that a lot. I, I think it's not like it's a broad statement. A lot of them are. A lot of them aren't. But it's the way we relate to money. Really, it's a relationship with money, and oftentimes. People that have become super fanatical in the spiritual world also have trauma. Uh-huh. You know that's why they became, they went on into something that helped them feel better, comforted them, was healing. But we need to go back and address our sense of safety in the world, our sense of safety in the body, and ask ourselves, how am I relating to money? It's a relationship with money. Um, also because, and I, I was one of those people. I mean, I left the corporate world. I was, I was earning well over six figures, but I was super unhappy. And then yeah. I transitioned over to becoming a holistic practitioner back in 2000. Gosh, 2000, d- during the recession of 2009, I transitioned over to going back to school. And then I became super into my spirituality, learning about holistic medicine, healing myself. And then I wasn't prosperous because I was all, I was top-heavy, I like to say, like an upside-down pair. Like, I was just working on <laughs> spiritual things, meditating all the time, reading about spirituality, chanting, raising my vibration, raising my vibration. This is during the time that Esther Hicks was super popular, the uh-huh. Vortex, law of attraction. Joy, 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 and I was in my joy, 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 joy. But I hadn't addressed my relationship with my mom, my relationship with my dad, my relationship with my childhood trauma. I hadn't. Ad- I was just like joy, 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 positive, 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 positive. I hadn't done enough shadow work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I feel that when now we're becoming more conscious that okay, we have to be begin with the base, our basic needs, our foundation. Once we start to feel secure, that gives us a resilience it's about balance again like we've been talking about this is my practical message to everybody you guys take care of your body if you take care of your body then your nerve system is already going to start to vibrate better then when you set that intention you do those ceremonies you're putting out your calling to the universe your good vibration of your central nervous system that you've been taking care of your physical self your lower chakras are already going to be Vibrating better so then when you set that intention, it's gonna go further out like your Wi-Fi signal is gonna go further out And so you'll be able to hold on to those manifestations because Other than that, it's gonna be like my one client that I was telling you that she's a great manifester But she doesn't hold on to it Mm -hmm. because she still has the programming She's forcing the manifestation because she's forcing it through her high vibration, but it's exhausting Because she's not doing the lower chakra work like taking care of she wasn't she's on a better path Mm -hmm. Focusing on, like, am I getting enough sleep? Um, Do I have enough vitamin D in my system? Am I, you know, drinking enough water? Do I get enough exercise? Everybody wants to be well, but not everybody's willing to do the practical things that help you vibrate better. It's not always about, like, chanting, doing affirmations. It's not always about, like, just constantly go, go, go. It's also about, like, okay.
2: Stop and rest. Stop
1: Take a look around you, what's going in my body, what am I eating, am I just self caring, am I just eating burritos all the time? I know we love them, <laughs> but we have to balance it all. Okay, today I'm gonna eat burritos, tomorrow I'm gonna eat my greens, the next day I'm gonna eat some soup, you know, balance. That way when we manifest the thing that we're attracting, that we want, that person, it'll support that intention that we have to be in and like harmony and alignment yeah. with the universe.
0: And be specific on what you're trying to manifest. Yeah, and
1: then, you know, I like to always say to the universe, okay, this is what I think I need, <laughs> but you know me better than I do. So I'm this. these are my must-haves, but I'm also open to something better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how I manifested my husband. I asked for my things that I wanted, <laughs> but I don't know what's in my unconscious mind, my karma from my past lives. I don't know what, what I'm still holding on to. So, I, I mean, I, we can do so much work, but then there's also stuff that we are not going to, we may not know. We may not know. What, they, what. How do they say in Landmark? You don't know what you don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: So I always say to my guides and my angels, support me in manifesting something better. Maybe I'm missing something out that I don't know. Yeah. And I also would like to add this. If somebody is manifesting right now, make sure you're taking accountability for your karma. And if you have a bad relationship with money, I want you to begin to practice to say, you know what? I'm really sorry. To my relationship with money, I want to apologize in case I've ever abused money in a past life. Mm-hmm. Or if I've stolen money from other people in a past I want to assume responsibility in case I have bad relationship with money, bad karma. Mm-hmm. Or I also want to say, I want to forgive people who have robbed me in a past life where I feel sore around money unconsciously. This mm-hmm. is all unconscious. So I yeah. want to say to people that have thieved me or that I've thieved or if I've just have some kind of chaos with money I want to clear that this is how you manifest without having to put yourself out there so much this is how I manifest because I'm an introvert I'm working on being more out there like people like you that are super good at sh- being shiny I'm I'm, I'm so like I introverted
0: being, I hate being shiny but somebody has to
1: do it <laughs> somebody has to well you're a six tuplet Leo <laughs> you have six Planets in Leo. But for me, the way I teach my introverted clients or entrepreneurs to manifest, I tell them vibrate with your, with taking accountability with the karma of your money by having a better relationship with money, thinking the money, appreciating the money that you have, honoring the money when it comes. Every time I have a client, I am so grateful to that client for finding me. I thank your guides, your angels. I thank my guides, my angels. But I also say, to the universe more like this please (laughs) so whenever you get something that you like whenever somebody's manifesting if they're manifesting um, a good experience or a good partner or a good just keep saying thank you so gratitude for sure but also taking accountability for whatever the relationship may have been in a past life and then here's the kicker here's my secret sauce (laughs) i then say and to any alternate universe version of myself that has a bad relationship with money, I send them love so that they could wake up to that, to making the unconscious conscious. Now that I'm becoming conscious of it, I send that frequency out like a dolphin, telepathically. Yeah. And I ask the universe to help me send a vibe of positive energy to all the versions of me and other realities that may have disharmony around money. Yeah. And then, you know what? I'm not kidding you. My phone, within the next few days, I'll get booked. Yeah. That's why I don't have a whole lot of social media presence. Because I'm just like, well, I'm just manifesting with the 5D right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I think it's, I mean, I think it's about time that your messages kind of have to get out there and, and help other people. So. I got
1: to come back to the third, third to the third dimension. No, I live in the third dimension, I, okay. but I also do have some lessons to learn. I have to allow myself to be seen and found not just through the ethers Mm -hmm. because your papa sent you to me your ancestors sent you to me that's how i manifest i speak with the guides and i say send me your people (laughs) so i don't have to be posting on social media all the time but now my lesson is do both do both because that is something that i resist
0: (laughs) yeah i mean like what are some some interesting i guess Unless you want to talk about something else. I
1: do want to say this when it comes to money because I think this is such an important subject. Is to be willing to embrace change. Mm
0: -hmm. If you're
1: struggling with financial abundance, be willing to do something different. Be willing to try new things, open your mind. And be willing to perceive yourself differently. Because our money story has to do with our, our sense of value. And if we weren't valued as a child or if we weren't seen, mm-hmm. then that perception that was programmed to you about your sense of worth is going to be the underlying theme of your money story. Yeah. So then we need to be willing to do something different, like exercise, something that's going to make you feel empowered, refine yourself, be willing to take a class on money or be willing to go on a read a book about money you know there's so many yeah, wonderful the one you recommended to me
0: secrets to a millionaire mind that one was wasn't that really, amazing really eye-opening and I've, I've sent it to other other people too i i found the audiobook for free on yeah, youtube
1: yeah 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 that's how yeah, i read it it's
0: like three hours
1: <laughs> it's super easy right i am a millionaire mind you do all the yeah. little techniques that they say yeah. but yeah be willing to do something different like learn the knowledge and then do practical things like read a book like mm-hmm. like uh organize your wallet like like thank your bank account as it's you're honoring how you're spending your money like do practical things too mm-hmm. make sure we're balancing giving and receiving this is something that for latinos we struggle with because we're such like splendid generous people we're givers 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 so somebody we also... wants to give
0: us something like the other day you you bought me a shake and i was like no you don't have to I'm like man Receive. Yeah, it's hard for me
1: to. (laughs) I am guilty of that, and that is a programming that I'm willing to shift and shifting. So there's just so many ways to for us to replace our old perceptions. Like be willing to do both giving and receiving. Be willing to see yourself like you are already doing. I'm already seeing myself doing the things Mm -hmm. that I want to do. So that perception, and then also improve the quality of the energy that you're bringing into your body. So your vibration has a lot to do also with your worthiness this is mm-hmm. if you have a money story that is isn't serve you because there's plenty of people that are unhealthy that are rich but they yeah. might might have a different karma right they might have a different ancestral background yeah so it's not like
0: and they might just spend it as soon as they get it yeah but, <laughs>
1: they might I'd, still have
0: yeah that book really kind of it's it's crazy how it talks about how you're programmed as a child based off of what you see with your parents, your friends, like everything. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it a lot of stuff really, really opened my eyes to. So I'm like, man, this is, There's something in there for everybody. Absolutely. So just
1: tell them again what it's called it's so called, that they um, remember. The
0: Secrets to a Millionaire Mind.
1: Who's the author? I forgot. I
0: forget the name, but it'll if you, pop up. Yeah, or they can just message me. Um, so I guess we'll just do. do you want to cover anything? Else I that you think, have I
1: think. I think I answered my own questions. Yeah, the whole thing about karma with money for me was huge. Because yeah. when I started the spiritual one the reason the question was why are so many spiritual people, not all of them, but a lot of spiritual people are broke because we trade in our main gigs where we're feeling secure but hating our jobs, and then we just throw ourselves into the new thing yeah. without doing the shadow work, right? Gratefully we're now becoming more privy of like doing the shadow work, doing all of that stuff. But also make sure you are taking accountability for that money story. I cannot emphasize this enough, so that you say, so that you heal your karma with money. Especially if you came from impoverished childhood, or if uh-huh. you saw your parents struggling, you will absolutely have that programming of struggle in your unconscious and subconscious minds. And so, to consciously change that, we need to ask for forgiveness in case we have wrong someone in in a money situation in a past life as well as forgive those who have wronged us in this life and forgive those just forgive everything with money yeah. <laughs> forgive yourself for not honoring your money and being in integrity with yourself and start from scratch but definitely begin to honor when you when you receive money thank it and then you will start to relate to it
2: uh-huh.
1: you will actually have a connection with money and you'll actually and appreciate it more i would even encourage people to look at their bank accounts which is so painful for a lot of people (laughs) i remember when i started doing it i would have so much resistance (laughs) i didn't want to know where i was lacking in my integrity and then now i'm like every morning i'm like okay where am i at how am i doing how are my savings and how am i and integrity and i noticed that when i'm not grounded i'm less in integrity with my money when i'm more grounded then i you know i have less tendencies to overspend
0: yeah and just and when you spend spend with a good intention yeah it
1: treat yourself of course it's not about like just saving 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 no it's getting out splurge knowing that it's going to come back (gasps) oh i have another thing i have to (laughs) share (gasps) this is something that i just started doing and it has to do with money i know this is going super long do we still have time well, All right, you good? this is something that I started to do recently. I was at TJ Maxx and I was shopping for, I don't know, I think I was shopping for the office or for my home. And I knew I had an amount of money that I wanted to spend that funny money with, right, to shop. Uh-huh. But then I saw something I really wanted and it was over what I knew I was wanting to spend normally you start to resist that decision right you start to clam up or you're like you're right here in your soul place you start to feel like fear like dang i shouldn't but i should but i should and instead of doing that i said you know what i'm gonna practice expanding like the universe so instead i went with that fear of not having enough i just started to expand it like i i let myself feel that resistance and then i breathe through it and i expanded from it i'm practicing this is something new okay I'm not saying everyone should do this, but I started to expand it. I bought the thing I wanted. I only overspent a little bit more. I'm not kidding you. That, when I left the store, somebody called me and asked me for a group reading, which was like Uh $1,000. I only spent $30 extra than what I wanted to spend. But that, I was blown away like, oh my God, universe. Is this a new thing I can practice? Uh So I started practicing that. I mean, I don't overspend a lot. But... Uh, because I have a better relationship with him, yeah. <laughs> but I've been just like dreaming about before my my ideal vacation was this. Now I'm like, no, I'm gonna expand it. Now I want my ideal vacation and to a be this. More. And guess what? I had a friend call me and say you could stay with us when you come to Italy. You can stay with us, and so now it's not always like you have to make more money. Sometimes it's just the possibilities of how you're gonna get it is gonna change. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I, well, it makes sense to me. So
1: practice just that energy shift, like pushing it out instead of feeling that fear you might even just make a better decision about what you're gonna buy that you're still not overspending but you're still getting what you want but you're doing something with that fear yeah yeah i got excited because i just (laughs) thinking that was a download that i had the other day
0: yeah my so what's the download now that you mentioned that
1: it's just the hits how my guides how our guides talk to us how the universe sometimes it's not an actual ancestor or our holy guardian angel it could be the infinite intelligence it's the universe it's your own higher self because we are you know the infinite intelligence it's a feeling that you get where you have clarity
0: what do you oh some some questions that people ask me is like the earring. It's like I know I got I get a lot of earring left and right. And then like my brain, like I'll feel like my head kind of just like a little bit of some pressure, mm-hmm. not a headache, but like I yeah. feel like my whole brain tingling. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah. And it literally happened the other day for like half an hour.
1: <laughs> Were you chanting or doing a meditation or just came through?
0: Um I was just sitting in my room and I was writing In this journal right here that I have, that I write everything. You were getting
1: a download. Also, it's your life force energy. It's your prana because your heart is open. Mm -hmm. You're doing a lot of work on yourself. You've been been spending time in nature. You just came back from a wonderful trip with your family. That's another thing. You've been connecting to your heart more, (coughs) reconciling with yourself, Mm -hmm. reconciling, forgiving the past, So your prana, your kundalini energy is going up. So you're now more free, lighter. And that gives you capacity that when you are starting to have those creative, inspired thoughts, the kundalini goes up and it's like, oh yeah, let's help. And then you become available. By me, when I say become available, it's it's almost like you open a portal in your mind and then the universe could, you know, do like a hoop.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) You're like a hoop and the universe... Just throws a basketball of inspiration in your brain.
0: Like your mind is open for ideas. Yeah. But there's some ideas that won't fit in the size that you have open. So it opens up more so the bigger idea can
1: fit. And then your brain hurts a little.
0: Like the size of the basketball hoop opens up. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because the ball is bigger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like Like you said, it's a higher consciousness, a super conscious mind. That's you tapping in. So when you have those moments, I would say just meditate or rest or just like allow it to happen journal about it write it down and think yeah. yourself and and the universe for that that hit that connection
0: yeah. that
1: awareness
0: so um what are some interesting things that you've seen during your sessions and i mean you can use me as an example or you can use other people over just interesting like something that you don't ex- like just some some cool stuff I mean, just some... Because I feel like we've been kind of, like, scolding people. (laughs) Or, like... Yeah. We're we're kind of... Everybody's probably, like... like, the
1: mom and the dad. Like, whoever listens to this is going
0: to be like, Man, I've been messing up. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, it's just guidance. It's just guidance. Because we've messed up so much. So, I think we've learned. We want to save people some trouble.
2: Yeah. We're, like, big sis
1: and the big bro. You know, um, especially with our community. Because we need to hold each other up. But... Let me think. In my own meditation, or with sessions, or like it just
0: doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, you've told me like some interesting stuff, like where just some interesting stuff where I'm like, oh man, like this is this is pretty wild. Where, I mean, you told like you said like oh like my grandpa led you know brought me here, and uh, I was like, all right, cool. But there's more than just my grandpa. Like, you can talk talk about that.
1: Like with your ancestors. Well, one of the things that. I think it's funny for me that happens is that sometimes before a client comes in, I'll be in my office and I already feel like their guide with me Mm -hmm. giving me already some of the information that that the client is going to come into here. So that's funny. That happened to me with you, like your guide your guides were in the office with me <laughs> or like if i'm doing something they'll ask me to do something else like light this candle light this incense because mm-hmm. they will like it or instead of a candle do this or this mantra or this song so they your guides sometimes will prepare me or prepare the space for you depending mm-hmm. on where you're at when you came your grandfather led you here because you were in a relationship that wasn't serving you mm-hmm. I also feel like because you needed some to feel connected to family and also to feel your own sense of intuition and validation, and you hadn't felt that ever in your life. Yeah. That you that reason for you for you being um, so sensitive, it, it was walled, and that was causing you a lot of anguish and a lot of pain and manifesting people that weren't able to see you. Yeah. So I remember when with your session, your grandfather just. The interesting thing for me is that I don't talk to them like how you and I talk. They just kind of give me a stream of consciousness, and then I have to translate it in my own language. Yeah. <laughs> so, oftentimes in my readings, it people think I'm look I'm like not making eye contact. I have to look away to to get clearer visions, um, and so I could get the message more. anchored into my body they're basically
0: like sending you a puzzle and then you have to complete the puzzle and then and then talk to me about it
1: and also that's why i have to be very grounded so that it doesn't so that it's easier for me the more grounded i am and this is another thing to share with your people the more grounded and relaxed you are in your body the easier it is for you to access your intuition i mean no brainer right there but with one of the weirdest things that I've seen... Okay, this is really cool. Sometimes I see aliens instead of uh, ancestors. I'll mm-hmm. see interdimensional beings from other planets as people's guides. Actually, one of my clients, she has a beautiful alien. One of my an- one of my guides is a blue alien, too, uh-huh. with gold hair. And I saw her even before I knew I was, I was a clairvoyant when I was in a meditation once. Uh-huh. And she comes up to me. So I painted her. I have a painting of her um in another session i saw i see um i don't i can't even there's so many different things that i've yeah. seen that oh, yeah, yeah.
0: i mean i i see an alien too <laughs> i think you told me too like yeah i saw, I saw him. one of your people yeah um i drew one it's right here somewhere where
1: you showed it to me
0: yeah Where's she at where is this, this, this which is like the oh, same that's one right. as yeah, you, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks just like mine. That's so bizarre <laughs> because it has that same thing. Wow, that's insane! Maybe we maybe it's a dimension <laughs> where we know each other, and that's why we're finding each other here yeah. to do this work. Oh, nah. it gives me goosebumps.
0: And then I see like a, I see a dragon, mm-hmm. so to me, I'm like, man, what's a dragon? And I, I kind of looked into it, and that's
1: very spiritual. Don't and matter. it's
0: like man, just from what I figured out, it's like the dragon is like a very high like it's dimensional, mm-hmm. and I'm like yo, like that's crazy. Like, why do I see? You? And then like sometimes I have dreams where I'm I look different, but
2: of mm-hmm. like somebody
0: back in the day, like, mm-hmm. and but there's a dragon with me, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like man, like that's crazy, like, and your dreams mean something. So I have dreams of that, dreams of me being in a spaceship.
2: Mm-hmm. but
0: then I started looking into that rabbit hole and that's kind of crazy because then you start a conspiracy theory and I'm like oh man this might be a little bit interesting um,
1: it's a balance you know of becoming conscious of all the things and then being practical to not lose it
0: <laughs> just yeah. to
1: balance it out because yeah there is a fine line between becoming a little too which is very common right now too much into that then and then you become very fearful when you start to you have to have a solid foundation within yourself so that mm-hmm. you can handle the frequency. Are you familiar with Bashar, Daryl, yeah, the channel?
0: Bashar, Cryon. Mm-hmm. Um. What else?
1: This is this is a whole nother e- yeah. uh, episode. I would love to talk to you about that because <laughs> yeah.
0: And Ramtha this is the old old one. She I saw just I saw a few clips of her, of the lady who channeled Ramtha and she was saying she predicted talked about covid that Mm -hmm. the the biggest threat to humankind is not a world war it's it's a disease and she says man created the disease Mm -hmm. and then she says that human humankind will will awaken during that time yeah which is crazy because i'm like man like you can't just predict stuff like that like out of thin no, air you don't make stuff up that's
1: amazing yeah. I mean think about the synchronization of the name of the virus corona meaning the crown mm-hmm. meaning the highest chakra within the body and that's both of our brain hemispheres it's mm-hmm. the Shiva Shakti the duality of the light and the dark the feminine the masculine and the crown you know I always look into these things myself yeah. just science and when the whole pandemic started to happen I realized of course there's anxiety everyone's going through it right but I also realized oh this is a good thing yeah this is despite all the losses this is actually what we need we need a wake up call
0: well I mean everybody's like I think like when I go live on TikTok or or just sometimes people ask me a question and I have to answer them in a way where it's like I stop thinking about like where I belong and I kind of like, you know how, like, if you're standing too close to an elephant, you don't know it's an elephant mm-hmm. until you walk away from it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If somebody asked me, like, somebody asked me on a TikTok live the other day, like, oh, what are your pronouns? Like, you know, and I was like, I don't, I'm not going to pick a category because then you're asking me to pick a side. And that's like, you're asking me, you're, those that pick a side need to be against something to validate their existence. Like, why do you have to be against somebody to live your life and be happy with who you are? You know, like, why... Like, that's what the system, the matrix, wants you to to pick a side and play the game. But when you tell yourself, no, I pick my side and how I feel, you're you're, you're no longer playing the game because then you're kind of like, you're in the moment and then you're sovereign. Like, like it's you and yourself. Mm-hmm. And everybody can do what they want to do, but, you know, it's an individual effort. So, to me, I'm like... I don't pick a category. I'm just myself. Call me by, by my name. Call me by my name. My name is Marco. Marco. Yeah, I get that. So, but yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get in. I mean, I'm down to make another one. Where we talk about about channeling and, and the different things because there's some people that were asking me like, what's a light worker? What's a channel? What's you know, like differences.
1: Yeah, there's so many things, there's so many things. It's so interesting. I mean, we just have to remember at the end of the day that um, everything is energy. And the energy that we are letting into our consciousness, our senses is what we're going to step into in our reality. So it's very important to focus on and be conscious of what we're letting in, you know, to be aware that that's going to create our future. That's the the energy we let into the body is going to direct our reality. Yeah. The vibration of it.
0: And that's a day to day thing. That's a day to day thing. It doesn't happen overnight, and it takes different amount of times for everybody. And the best thing you can do is not to look left or right and compare yourself to other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Because like, what's for you is not going to pass.
1: That's another episode. That yeah. is another thing in the in the spiritual community. A lot of comparison.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's not one size fits all. What works for you may not work for. We're not even though we are the same, like in our soul level, like we are one, mm-hmm. we are one consciousness. But when we come to these lesser realms to evolve and to do research, to like even exist in this third dimension, we are different. We look different. We feel different. We experience reality differently. So self knowledge is key. Learning about yourself, what makes you what makes you tick, who you are, your needle chart. I wrote it down on my notes like I wanted to talk about that. But I feel like we, we covered a lot. But self-knowledge, learn your vibe so that you could enhance what's missing.
0: And I think what's another big thing is just to remove the fear of just accepting like, hey, this is who I am. And i I mean, just speaking from experience, it's not like because you can just look on social media or like YouTube, and it's just a word or people, people like saying something, and then it's almost like if it's like um, it's not a PowerPoint. You know, the more that I'm like upfront about everything, I know, like it, I'm like, all right, cool, maybe somebody's not gonna see it and be like, cool, it's my friend. You know, it's my friend that either way, mm-hmm. um, and you have to trust that if somebody leaves your life, like, you know, removes themselves or or you're, you know, just, just in your path to for that person to leave your life, that somebody else is going to come in. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised mm-hmm. how fast. You'd be very surprised how fast. Yeah. And um, what else? And I can only compare it. Like, being honest about your spirituality or, like, any type of gift you think you may have or what you're working with as, like, the only thing I can compare it to is, like, man, like, now I know what it's like for, like, a gay person to to come out of the closet. It's like, man, like, this is this is heavy stuff. This is super heavy stuff because now you know how some people won't accept it. Some people are going to be like, you probably work with, like, evil. And sometimes, Good like... judgment.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And then sometimes people are like, oh, man, you guys, you know, you guys will work with evil. And it's like, no, I would argue... That I believe in God more than you. <laughs> because you go to church. Or you have like these things. But I would argue. Because I'm more like. Balanced and. And grounded. That I believe in God more than you. Like not like as a. As like oh a competition. But I would just be like I'm. Like, more
1: compassionate. What I've learned from you. Is that you're very generous. Open minded. You give people yeah. the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. you're not judging. And I think to I feel like. That's what the light is The light is It creates and unites And the darkness separates and destroys And what does religion do? It creates separations And is very destructive against other religions Mm -hmm.
0: That's the thing That's the thing about it Is that It can be like I believe that they're all Like there's truth in all of them
2: Absolutely Just like you
0: Like I'm sure you believe that there's a lot of truth in all of them But then over the course of like so many years it's like the like who's revised it like there's so many people out there saying now that the real bible was stolen and that's in the vatican like all this crazy stuff and um i don't know i mean it's it's what was i gonna say is there anybody that teaches anything where you don't accept somebody else that's probably not the right Way to interpret your religion. They're probably interpreting it from like, you know, some sort of trauma that they Mm -hmm. have. You know, that's what I think. So it's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. This I feel like we covered a lot of things. (laughs) If you're someone that is intuitive. And is working on spirituality, or even if you're not feeling intuitive, but you would like to tune in more to your spiritual side. Keep going. It's worth it. It's not easy, but give yourself breaks so you don't have trauma fatigue Yeah. <laughs> from doing all that shadow work, like balance it out, do fun things, do normal practical things too so that you're coming back like enjoying being human (laughs) do human things too not just spirit 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 things
0: but i mean yeah and don't don't be afraid fear is like the thing that can hold you back the most yeah from realizing like all your potential
1: and that's what i i like to think of that too as and we could just keep going and going and going oh my gosh (laughs) but like seriously it's about like refining your craft too. like work on refining your craft that gives you the confidence so when you do do what you're gonna do you feel like solid in that 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 takes time so give yourself that breathing space to grow and to not be perfect
0: yeah so how can people reach you if they want your services or
1: yes so I have like three websites. That I go to one website, but the fastest way, I think, the easiest way is my name is Carmen Sima. It's C A R M E N S I M A. That'll direct them to my work one, which is Mother Earth Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. Um, my phone number is 562-441-3014.
0: And I'll post it up on the description on the yeah on the podcast title and the information. I'll post up your. Hmm. i'll post your email
1: yeah <laughs> yeah I'm a bee, but that'll probably be better even though he said my number but i also have the new podcast which you're one of my muses thank you so much i'm barely on my you know my first month on that so that's been cool and thank you for being to be uh, thank you for this this is good this is awesome thank you for being you and being the shiny solar energy that you are with your wisdom and your opinions and all of your light and your desire to support. That's what I see in you that you're like inspiring, inspiring, inspiring.
0: I'm here to to break the mold I think just before we end it. um, I think there's probably something important that I should say is that when I go on TikTok live or instagram or whatever or even talk to people in person and i tell them about myself and they're like man like you don't look like you would believe in that or you practice that or you know and i'm like yeah you know i'm so i <laughs> like i love mexican music i wear boots a hat you know i go to the gym i'm not your stay i'm just a regular guy i like cars i like trucks and I'm a first generation Mexican American, which is raised in a Catholic household. With, I mean, you bet my mom; she's stereotypical, mom. <laughs> stereotypical mom. Um,
1: rasa, I love her. Mm-hmm,
0: super rasa, beans and tortillas. It's like
1: me. I'm raza.
0: And um, same thing. Just I can relate to so many people. Like, you know, raised by some. My biological father was not in my household. Um, it's just and just to it's important for me one of the most important things that I feel and I felt this deep sense of like this is what I have to do the other day when somebody questioned like oh man you're oh you're talking about this I just I guess like you kind of just swipe and touch somebody's live and you can watch it And she's like i thought you were just one of those guys that is on here like they're strapping girls like looking good like trying to look good and Mm -hmm. pick up on girls and i was like no like in the comments i was like no i'm actually here talking i'm talking about something substance yeah and i was like man like here's the thing is like i gotta break this this mold Mm -hmm. of how you look if you believe in certain things Mm -hmm. that way it gives somebody else like the, the strength to be like no, like, I can be exactly who I am and still be this yeah you know but that's the thing is that identity people, people are so like. The box of your identity, is not. It's it's not, you like you're not a you're not a tree planted on in the earth you're in a little like a pot, and you're only gonna grow as big as your box and that box is programmed by everything you're around you gotta learn how to just see yourself outside of who you are now like mm-hmm. you can be anybody you want to be they yeah. can be anybody and totally. if yeah so mm-hmm. i think that's a big deal
1: endless possibilities mm-hmm.
0: god favors the ones who people who who chase their passion i guess mm-hmm. their, their happiness that's what i think like if i do what makes me happy i gotta just do that and the wealth and the stability and everything else will come
1: and i would like to add that following your passion is very definitely something we want to work on and a lot of, a lot of people are but also what are you good at what are you naturally good at you know because like there's this whole culture like oh i must do what i love Yes, but are you good at it? <laughs> Make yeah. sure you cultivate that craft too so you don't fall on your face either.
0: Hmm. You're
1: good at what you're doing, but there's a lot of people that follow their passion and they're not really good at what they're doing. They still have to learn and tweak it yeah. and you know, you're a natural communicator and star and you like being out and push pushing out, you know, your content, which is wonderful. That's you, that's your na- that's your nature. But there are people that want they have a passion for photography but they haven't gone to school. They have a passion for this but they haven't Put all the other pieces together. Mm -hmm. So, we want to make sure that we are also, you know, cultivating that, refining ourselves on the way.
0: Be a student of your, student of the game. Mm -hmm. You know, that's good. You have to be a student. Yeah, so that's it. Unless you want to. I'm good. No, I'm good. good. This is good. All right. I'm
1: grateful to you for this. And thank you to your audience. Thank you so much for your ears. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's been picking up um, yeah so again it's um, Carmen Cima, dot, it? dot, ca, dot on com. Instagram
1: it's mother earth ayurveda that's a little bit harder
0: yeah well I think I'm, I'm gonna put your I'm gonna put your website on the
1: okay.
0: on the description and then I'm also gonna when, I'm gonna make some posts and I'm gonna tag you on them too because I'm sure I'm sure you're gonna get some business out of this because people are already asking me like who is she who is she I'm like uh, oh cool. that's so
1: sweet that's so, so sweet
0: yeah and then um we'll get you some follows and then
1: i'm pretty booked out until like middle of december because i'm going out of town but i have promised to work two more days a week so that i can accommodate because i'm going to be gone all of january but i am lucky forward to it
0: cool all right thank
1: well, you so much brother
0: all right no problem thank you and um Let me know if you guys have any feedback. I'm sure people are going to ask for you to come back. So thank you again. Thank you for listening. And um, if anybody has any more questions, you can message me. And uh, I'll put you through to Carmen if you can't find her website or anything. Um, Thank you
1: because she doesn't like to
0: post content so i'm trying (laughs) i'm
1: kidding no i'm gonna take charge
0: of your social media.
1: i would love that then i would just be like a happy camper all right cool
0: okay